Hello, my name is Cooley. I'm co-host of the Red Beard Podcast. If you are a nine to five worker, Mondays can be very exhausting. We here at the Red Beard Podcast and Nerd Ruckus Network actually recognize the fact that you may be an overworked individual on Mondays. So when you come home, we want something for you to listen to and actually unwind and actually just dive into and lose yourself in our thoughts because our thoughts are very important and you should definitely be listening to what we have to say because we're just awesome people. Um, today, we're actually going to talk about a movie called 47 Meters Down. If you've never seen this movie, that's cool because we are going to tell you all about it and we're going to give you our thoughts on this movie. So stay tuned and get ready for the experience of a lifetime with Redbeard Podcast. podcast is brought to you by these cool dudes hello and welcome back to the red beard podcast i hope you've had a chance to take your shoes off and put your feet up on your hammock or hassock whatever the fuck you call it and i hope you're ready for an exhilarating 30 minutes of conversation about 47 meters down we have with us a very important guest his name is jim rock are we on Masterpiece Theater right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's enough from you, Jim. Uh, we also have Tony Amaral III. Yo, what's going on? Yeah, oh, man. It's funny because like, I feel like we're listening to the intro of Downton Abbey. <laughs> it's great, though. It's a nice, it's a nice switch. I just want now, people join to be us relaxed, on our Yo, if, you, if you do what we do for a living, man, like, yo, like coming home on no, a Monday, seriously. you don't want to be hyped up. You hey. just want to kick back and relax. Have yourself a glass of Merlot and just chill. Yeah. And, you know, guys, if you hear some random cars in the background, just know that it's because it's hot as shit in my house right now. And although I'd love to turn on the air conditioner, I don't want it to interrupt your listening experience. So like a car here and there, if you hear that outside my window, well... Hey, you know, just know that there are there are actual cars in this area too. Also, so. <laughs> also, we live in the motherfucking city, dog. Just fucking, you know, I mean, just take it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, just yeah. chill. You, you got this. You know what I'm saying? You you live in the city, we live in the city. If you don't live in the city, what the fuck, man? Yeah. So I live across I from two I ain't doing this podcast yeah, for dude, farmers, motherfucker. Shit, Except that night when you go to sleep, the ghosts come out. Oh, dude. No, it's just I'm kidding. I'm totally doing this I podcast get, for farmers. I hope farmers that are listening don't take that seriously i'm totally joking yeah i get yeah, drunk and i walk amongst the graves at 3 a.m yeah dude you, you've done that shit i 100 percent do that shit you used yep. to do that when you used to come back home from the club drunk you would just you said you would go into the into the cemetery and be like i'm here what are you show yourself 
Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. I'd, I'd what, but them. what would you do, bro? If like one of them came out, dude? I don't know. I'd probably have a heart attack and die. <laughs> I'd probably have Steve Martin hair. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Steve Martin hair. That's awesome, dude. You just white at twenty-seven. It's so. Oh man. I'd, I'd have a, you, you go back to you go back to class on Monday, and we're like, "What the fuck happened, man?" So I don't know. I saw a ghost. Oh shit. Yeah, I but, would. Uh, man, I would not be adjusted to society no. anymore. If I saw a ghost, like it doesn't. My job at fucking Walmart wouldn't matter anymore. And that was back in the day, like, you know. Um, yeah, I no longer work at Walmart. Yeah. Cooley, what would you do? I'd if you still saw love it, though. God, <laughs> Walmart's great. What would you do if, if you saw a ghost? Never mind. We already know you don't think they exist. No. Nah. Right. So, um, yo, let's talk about a, a great movie. Um, I actually really enjoyed this movie. It probably, uh, so there, let's just throw this out there. Um, I think we can all agree that the best shark movie ever made was Jaws. There hasn't been a better shark movie since Jaws, correct? Are we all on the same page? Yes. Cooley? If it will get you to go on, yes. All right, well, then what's a better shark movie than Jaws? Deep Blue Sea. All right, well, listen to Friday's episode, and you'll see why that's not true. So, um, (laughs) anyway, happy Monday. Jaws 2. Here we go. (laughs) Jaws, yeah, yeah. The Revenge. <laughs> Where half the cast is dead and the only guy there is Roy Scheider. Jaws 3D. Ugh. Yes. Uh, Jaws the Revenge where uh, the shark growls. Anyway, so uh, Jaws obviously hands down the best shark movie. Um, we all agree on that. Uh, I think the other shark movie that came out that was probably up there recently, a lot of people agreed that it was The Shallows. Uh, which came out before that was a good one. Before uh, forty-seven meters down, which wasn't bad. Forty-seven meters down uh, obviously came out, like I said, after the shallows, and people also ranked that as a pretty good shark movie. Does Finding Nemo count? Because nope. like Bruce is dope as fuck. No, nah, like, that's, that's my that's, boy. That's a cartoon. So uh, right. it's basically, I think the next one that we're looking at um, is going to be the Meg, which comes out this month in about a week. Um, so Peter Griffin's daughter. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's about a a Megalodon shark written by a book called Meg written by Steve Alton. Uh, the book was very good by the book, uh, written by the book. Is that what I said? (laughs) Whatever the fuck I said, you know what I mean? It's written like seriously. All that means is that it was written by the book. It was like fucking, you know, like, like, yeah. Okay. So moving on. So 47 meters meters down. Um, one of the better movies shallows was good. I honestly think that, uh, 47 meters down was better. Um, so, and the reason why is because I think this movie does a really good job of taking something that is very possible that could happen. You know, you go to like a foreign country, you go to like Mexico or, or some place that is not within the U S and they don't have the the safety regulations that they should. Right. Mexico. Yeah, exactly. And, and, uh, or, or wherever, I mean, like, this is just a boat where they're like, Hey, we want to, you know, we want to actually make money off, like, you know, putting people in a cage, but they don't have to check shit, you know? And, and they, these Mexico, uh, Mexico or wherever, man, there are some places that do this <laughs> shit and don't check regulations and whatever. Where the hell were they in this movie anyway? I don't friggin' know. Mexico. Cool. All right. Then I guess <laughs> I made my point. I, I so, think anyway, point being. 
is that this cage, uh, right from the get go, not Luke, by the way. Yeah. Doesn't look like it's strong enough. Ha. See what he did there. Um, the, the cables ripping and it's, they give you kind of a hint that stuff's going to go down. Right. Which is why you go to see this movie. 47 um, meters down. Right. And I think the scary part is that they actually do a very good job of showing the sharks, uh, swimming around the cage before they actually, the cable breaks and they go 47 meters down in this cage because it gives you perspective as to how big these sharks actually are. You know, these are like, these are like, you know, off the coast, you know, if you've ever watched the show Shark Wranglers on like Discovery Channel or Shark Week, these are like the 17 foot sharks that are terrifying when you actually see them up close. They're not like six footers, which are still big. These are 17 footers, like you're fucked if you run into one, right? So the cable to this cage breaks and it immediately drops like a rock to the bottom of this uh, ocean where they are, which is 47 meters down. Um, they have oxygen tanks on, uh, which is the only reason they're able to stay alive as long as they are. Um, but um, I think what's terrifying about this is that you run into a couple problems, which is why this movie, in my opinion, succeeds. If you go that deep, you can't come back up very fast because you'll actually get uh, you'll get like that. You get uh, the bends. Thank you. You get the bends, and it can actually cause you to have uh, brain damage, right? Um, so you have to come up at a certain rate, and if you have great whites of that size, you're really taking a gamble as to hanging out in the water for just enough time for your everything to level out, uh, where you could be attacked by one of these sharks, right? So that's that's the part is you can't just race up because you're gonna kill yourself. Second. You only have so much time until this oxygen runs out. So it really gets you thinking, like, what would you do in this situation? You know, uh, and I think that's the scary part is that you really have limited options and you don't know if you're going to make it out of this. There really isn't like a clear resolution. It's kind of like you're taking a chance. So watching this movie, Jim, I mean, and, and cool. I mean, what did you guys think about this? I mean, did you get this? I got this kind of like a sense of panic, which which made this interesting. So I think I'm going to say this right up front. The two sisters go on vacation and they get into this cage and the cage drops to the bottom and they do a really good job of making it claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. um, the story, the, the characters, Claire Holt and Mandy Moore play aren't necessarily the most fleshed out characters, but the story itself, I think, is very well written. I and agree. That, and that drives the movie. And I think that's what's compelling because everything that happens to them down at the bottom seems very realistic. Yeah. Which is enjoyable. Now, <clears throat> like now, things that could actually happen. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. Now, you had, you had posed the question to us, what would you do when faced with this situation? Realistically... I would have never gotten in that effing cage. Right. I mean, when that, and, and of course, I mean, nobody wants this to happen, but pending this did happen. But, but for, the, for those of you who haven't seen this movie, Claire Holt and Mandy Moore get onto this boat that looks like it should have been decommissioned a long time ago. It looks that it's just like patched together with like aluminum foil and just sent off on its last voyage. 
and this cage is completely rust. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, all just freaking rust, hanging by a thread. If this is a typical white girl movie where you look at those girls <laughs> and you're like, they're white and they're stupid, and they, it's, it's, it's freaking, it's American privilege where they do not realize the danger that they are in and they are they are going to go through with something although their brain should be telling them they are in danger right and of course the cable snaps and they fall to the they fall to the bottom of the ocean right now with that being said if you were in that situation and did the cage did sink and you were in it what would you do probably die you yeah, would die. I'm with you. I'd. I mean, what can would, you do? I mean, like this isn't fucking comic books, man. Like you, you that cable snaps. You go 47 meters down. First of all, I'm too fat to squeeze through the fucking cage oh, yeah. like the chick does. Um, so yeah, that's she, not happening with yeah, me. But she ends up. They end up like the latch gets unlocked and, and the top opens, and that's how one of them is able to get out. No, oh, right, so right, that's right. That's the but, other. Part if the cage opened and you could get out, what would you do? I'm also black, so I'm probably not getting out and, and subjecting myself <laughs> to to the sharks. I'm probably staying in the cage. So um, okay. and I just sit well, there. Well, that's racist. And, you can swim, right? No, you can't oh. swim. So let me give you a little bit of insight. Oh. On, Wait, you um, legit can't swim? Let me give you some insight on black folks, man. Uh, like so we. Uh, <laughs> Not as a whole, but in general, we don't swim, we don't ski, we don't skydive, we don't do any of that shit because if something goes wrong, you die. And there's no fucking, there's no, we don't scuba dive. All right, so you've never gone to like a pool in the summer and been like, oh, well, let me figure this out. Like, you know, so in case I do need to swim, I might need to know how. In the shallow end, yeah. All right, so you, you can swim if you need to. Yo, if I need to, I can swim for like two minutes. It's about just, it. Just, it's about it. And then I'm just you fucking... You can't doggy paddle, bro? Nah, B. <laughs> okay, whatever. All right, we're good. Good to know. Never take a coolie to the fucking no, beach. But let me, I never let, go no, anyways. No, so like, no this, yeah, but this, if you go to the beach, you can hang out on the sand. Look, man, this is real yeah. talk. I'm never going to be in a situation that I have to swim. Because that would mean that I'd have to be in the water, which isn't going to fucking happen. All right, you motherfuckers are being so goddamn realistic. I'm saying, put yourself in the goddamn shoes that these girls were in in the movie... And what would you do? So I'm telling you, if I was in the girl's shoes and I'm in this cage and I'm down there, I am staying in that cage and I am keeping that thing shut as long as fucking possible. <laughs> Until your air runs out? Until either my air runs out or somebody comes and gets me because there ain't no way I'm getting to the top. I know this. If me and you were in that cage, I would be the one going for help. There's no way I'm waiting in that cage. I am going to start swimming up to the top. Shark is going to eat me. And I'm going to watch. My face is going to float down. I'm going to watch that shit. And I'm going to be like, see? Like that scene at the beginning of Fury with Brad Pitt where they like scrape the face off of the off of the tank. Like that's what's going to happen is just a fucking floating face. <laughs> and while and when I see that happen, it's just a, my thought is going to be Jim like, Kelly's I told face. you. Like the cover of that of the new Batman comics where the Joker has his face stretched out. <laughs> it's just going to come flapping down. Oh, like a no, like that, I can totally picture that happening, and when it does, my my rea- my response is literally going to be, "I told you, motherfucker, don't go." 
That's. <laughs> I, did, I did see that too, where just my fucking face comes to the ground, and you're like, "Fucking, I knew it." I told him. That's why my ass is staying right the fuck here. And, you and, need to lose oxygen and hallucinate like, yeah, like and I'm at, doing. Well, but think about it. Talk about. Talk about um, what happens as far as the hallucinations go and how, how this kind of turns out. See, that was an, that's an excellent part in the movie. That's probably the biggest part that I liked is they get, they eventually, they start losing oxygen. So they end up, uh, Matthew Modine is the captain of the ship. And he, because he realizes that they're running out of air, drops more tanks down. Those tanks start running out of air. And then when you start, when you start building up too much nitrogen, you get what's called nitrogen narcosis, where you start hallucinating. And then you're, it's your brain just shutting down. And they do an excellent job in this movie of Mandy Moore is still alive. Spoiler, her sister is dead as F. But she, Mandy Moore, starts hallucinating into believing that her sister's alive and that they escape and get back onto the boat and survive. And then later on, you find out that it was all just a big hallucination and she's still in the cage. Yeah. Awesome twist. Yeah. That was, that was, that was probably one of the, the most disturbing parts is that like, you think, Oh, they made it out. And then she's back in the cage. But why is that disturbing? Like, think about it. If you think about this, right? If you are hallucinating that you made it out, fucking cool. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that's disturbing. I'm saying it's disturbing when she comes to the realization that she's still in the cage. It's like waking up from a bad dream. Like, thinking that it's, it's like... Dude, it's like, uh, did you ever stay over at, some, at like, this is a really shitty example, but it's like, you ever stay over at like your friend's house and like, and like you, you can't go to sleep because the house is like this weird place where it's making all these weird noises and you fall asleep and then you wake up and you feel like you've been asleep for like four hours and it should be almost morning. And then you wake up and it's been like 15 minutes and you're still in the same fucking scary house. And it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, it's one of those shitty situations where it's like you, you're waking up from a really bad dream and you're still in it, you know? Right, it's, but, it's awful. But I guess my point is like, first of all, you're in this hallucination. Secondly, you hope that you die before you come out of the hallucination because then that's like a really cool death. Like you're like cool with it. You know what I mean? Right. I agree with you on that. Yeah. That's thirdly, yeah. if you I come would out like, of the if hallucination. I would to, if I would have to choose a death, knowing what I know now after watching that movie, I would choose to just go into nitrogen narcosis and pass away. You know, I don't know, fucking There's believing a, that there are purple hippopotamuses floating around me or whatever the hell I'm hallucinating. I am going to do my best. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking heffalumps and woozles yeah, from yeah. Dumbo. Like, I am legit going <laughs> to do my best Winnie to, the find, whatever. to find this chemical called DMT. Okay? If you don't know what DMT is, it's basically... This it's basically the chemical that your body releases when you're about to die, right? It basically that's what they say. You know, that's when they say your life flashes before your eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Like you get all these like flashbacks and all this shit, these hallucinations. Um, I am gonna do my best to find this chemical because when it comes time to die, mm-hmm. yo, I am like when it's like almost time, I am going to take 
DMT like a motherfucker to the head. I'm going to take like so much of it and I am just going to fucking just be in that state. I'm just going to have that, that dream state and I'm going to die and it's going to be peaceful. I've got you beat, man. The second that I know that I have a stable job that I'm going to be in for a while, I'm going to do a lot of drugs. (laughs) No, I've already, I've already told my girlfriend and she's cool with it. I'm going to take some drugs and have like a fun night. Yeah. What are you going to take? I don't know. I'm probably going to take mushrooms and ecstasy. It's called hick flipping. At the same fucking time? Yeah. Why not? Jesus. Uh, oh, I've done so much worse. I've done. I've done worse. <laughs> well, don't kill yourself, man. Oh, no, I don't want to die. I want to enjoy it. Uh, I'm not. But oh I can God, totally anyway. see myself Fuck. down in in 47 meters like underwater with sharks surrounding me and I am like almost ready to die. I have this hallucination. I come out of it and I'm like, shit, I'm still down here. I immediately reach into my little utility belt. I pop some DMT and I'm gone. Like that's it. I'm done. And the rest of my life is right there in the bottom of the ocean. But I feel like I'm still living for 30 years. Yo, you guys, you guys suck because these are the most fucking, you know, you're, you're fucking saying that like you're gonna go in this fucking rusty cage in Mexico with like just a pre-supply of DMT. Then you got this, <laughs> then, you, then like that is pretty fucked up. <laughs> that's that's me, man. Like, yeah, I don't see us getting <laughs> Yo, out of this. Like you asked me to, you asked me to be so realistic. Fucking unrealistic. No, but dude, you asked me to be realistic and and be. It's not and, realistic, no, dude. You it know is. What? But to but, me, it is realistic because. You've seen that cage. You saw that cage and that boat, and no smart person would go down in that cage. I You're wouldn't miss it. And if I am, I'm and not. if I do, I am bringing but you are. DMT. I'm telling, with me. Fine, cool, man. I'm just saying, <laughs> pushing. I'm. Oh God, this whole fucking podcast has been me trying to guys answer the fucking question. All right, whatever. Look. look. <laughs> We did. Right, no, you did, but you're always like, I wouldn't have gotten that cage. I would have had DMT. Well, like, it was a, it was a precursor. Listen, this if is if it was I'm... a brand new cage and it fucking broke and the cable snapped and it was like, oh, this was unexpected. This seemed very safe. I would still die by trying to swim up to the top in hopes that I would get rescued. And a shark would probably eat. See, and I would still the, here, be waiting at the bottom of the I ocean. Would, all right, all right here, fine. Here you go. So this is my thing. This is my thing. A couple things I want to break up before we run out of time talking about this same fucking question. I, <laughs> I honestly would. I'm in the same boat, but I, I'm, I do have a fear of sharks to some degree. I would like to think, and and uh, Don and I have talked about this multiple times. Don will not go skydiving. I will go skydiving. Uh, under no circumstance will he jump out of a plane. Good for him. But he will go into a shark cage, right? And actually like see great white swim by. I would like to think, and I'm admitting this, I would like to think that I know how I would react being in that cage. But there's also about a 10% chance that I feel like I might have a small fucking panic attack when I see how big this fucking thing is. And that's basically like death looking you right in the eye and it's the worst fucking death ever. Like that is, that is probably one of my biggest fears. I don't know I'd be able to fucking handle that shit. I'm just saying, right? I'd like to think I would. 90% says I'd be cool. There's that 10% where I have a fucking breakdown. But anyway, the other thing is 
if I was ever in that situation, I would probably have a mild panic attack at the bottom of the fucking ocean. And a run on mild a, one? No, a serious panic attack. A serious fucking panic attack because one, how the fuck am I going to am I gonna get out of here? I'm probably going to die thinking about like I never should have gotten in the fucking cage. What am I doing? I wish I could go back in time. Why did I do this? Right? But there's also that other percentage where if I can't fucking get a radio frequency and hear the people in the boat and I don't know if they're coming or not, I got to make a fucking judgment call. And it's either I make it out of here, I die in this fucking cage, or I have the worst death ever. And those are the worst fucking options ever. And that is like, and I'm just telling you, it's like, and, and if you go to the top too fast, you could fuck yourself up. And I don't know at, in this stage in my life, as the person I am right now, what the fucking strategy is for that. I don't like, know. Here's, here's, here's like another, just another example with me in mind, like picture salvation on one side. Yep. I'm standing on the other side in between us is a wall of bees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's behind, bees. behind me <laughs> is a group of five Aryan youth. With ARs <laughs> loaded and ready to fucking rock. Yo, I am going to turn around and face. Airy, <laughs> I'm going to turn around and fuck? face. I'm going to turn around and face these motherfuckers. Like blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and probably get shot Wait, immediately. You are going to do that. <laughs> rather than, rather than go, yeah, rather than go through sense. the wall of bees. You like, fucking that's just, kidding me? I'm just saying. I'd rather get, uh, get a firing squad. You pretty much die instantly than just get stung by a wait a minute so, oh so you're saying it's definite death by bees or I'm like possibly get no, it out I'm of saying, there no no if i go through a if i went through a wall of bees it's definite death probably not by bees but by my fucking fear turning into a heart attack or some stupid <laughs> wall shit of like bees, that that's like a magic the gathering card <laughs> <laughs> i summon wall of bees so if i'm in a cage 47 meters down and i know that there are these like giant sharks 17 foot sharks swimming around I'm going to just sit in the fucking cage. Like, I'm just like, that's just my mentality. Like, I'm not going where there's definite death. I'm just going to chill and just wait. It's possible death. It's yeah. just automatically resigned to 100% death. Yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. Like, yeah. don't even try. Yeah, that's like, what I, that's it. what doesn't make sense. He's just going to do DMT, DMT and cash out. Pop anyway. the DMT and be done. Yeah, just cash smart, out. Though. Then he's got it a fucking heroin but syringe. Like, <laughs> but, I, but I get it. No, I get it. Looking at that cage, you'd be like, I'm glad I brought the DMT along. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Yo, yo, here's my question, though, right? They have the fucking special forces or some Coast Guard shit at the end of the movie yeah. come down and get her, which I don't understand. It's like, yo, there are still fucking... 17-foot sharks swimming around just because you had military training, they're not going to fuck with you? Yeah, but I'm like, sure. I didn't understand Yo, the sharks shit. know what's up, though. What? The sharks know what's up. They, they see somebody with military training, they back All the right, fuck that's, up. That, no, that's stupid. So, I, I'm, like, I'm going, I mean, like... No, but for real... Can we get away from the guy who's taking DMT right now? I'm going to, assu I'm going to assume that they were... That they had, like, you know guns like harpoons or something that they yeah, were well they armed. did but i mean also like the they had, i think they had like flares or some shit plus but then again they were they were they were attracted to the fucking 
Well, they said when they if they went up though the flares because they hit the flares all this like three fucking sharks for a second. Plus, you also have to have to realize that many more also injured like the main one by stabbing it in the eye, which that's like a common theme in shark movies, huh? Is stabbing a shark in the eye? Well, if you sh- if you stab it in the the eye or hit it in the snout. It's supposed to like go away, but I mean, like that's if you're already getting fucked up. Does by that it. not sound like the most? I I mean I don't know, but to me that sounds like the most bullshit thing to ever <laughs> to be like. If you're getting eaten by a shark, punch it in the nose. <laughs> well, no, you're supposed to. Well, no, they're saying a lot of the things they say is if it comes close to Does you. That, I've heard that. I've heard that. Does that not sound like? Bullshit. No, they're basically just saying that the most sensitive part the most sensitive uh part of a of a shark is the snout and the eyes. So if you were going to try to deter it away from you, those are the spots that you aim for. Whether or not you're gonna remember that or that's gonna be hundred percent effective if you're gonna get attacked by a shark is a whole nother fucking situation. You know what I mean? It's kind of like one of those things you gotta. I, I don't know. You know. What Yo, I mean? if you if you at all miss when you try to punch the shark in the nose, you lose your arm. Yeah, I mean, there's one dude uh, that's uh, I forgot his name, um, but he's actually um, he's been on Shark Week multiple times, and he swims with great whites because he's just for fun because he's a fucking nutcase. But like, he swims with like. 17 18 footers and what, like what is he what's his nationality uh he's australian yeah. um yeah it makes sense i mean yep, there you go that's yeah that sounds about that's right all you need to know yeah but basically <laughs> he uh studies sharks uh, he's a scientist and he's probably not going to have a uh i don't think anybody's going to insure him but like basically you he takes baby sharks and flips them upside down and he puts them into the state called tonic where they're actually asleep um, and then he can actually like he like taps them and they flip back over and they swim away. But it's like it's this new study they're doing with sharks where they can put them into like this weird state. I, it's a whole. Discovery Are you trying to Channel tell me that you can turn a shark upside down no, no, and it I'm goes just to saying, sleep? That was just a weird fact. But my point was is that that's one of the things that he focuses on. But I've seen videos of him in in uh, where this like there's this huge the one video I cannot get out of my head. There's this huge great white coming at him. It's just coming at him. Got to be doing like 10 miles an hour, which is fast in the water. And it's coming at him with its mouth open. Just like, I'm going to eat you. And he literally is just fucking chilling in the water and right in front of it. And he puts his hand out, grabs his, touches his snout and just pushes him away. And the shark just goes around him. Fuck that. What if that thing's like, no, and it just grabs his arm. It's like, you're taking risks, bro. Like all fucking set, dude. Yeah, this, this guy seems like it's only a matter of time. Like th- this sounds like that. Remember that guy? I don't remember his name, but he was that guy that was like living with bears, and he just freaking like he would go yeah, up close and he would like a, live among them, and then a bear murdered him because that's what bears do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this sounds exactly like that. Is he's just t- he's just playing roulette with with sharks and betting on black and hitting it each time. But eventually, red's gonna come up just like his blood. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just he's, he's playing he's with a legit. He's playing with a legit dinosaur. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, you listen, know? man. Like, can I just say? And please don't take this the wrong way. I'm not being racist at all. <laughs> White people shit. <laughs> White people are fucking crazy, man. Y'all are crazy. Y'all oh, do shit. crazy shit, dangerous shit. 
shit that will result in death at some point in your life. Uh, more power to you, man. Like, they, and there are more of you, and I don't understand that. There should be much less of you. We, we should we should be the majority. Yo, man, you survived the ghetto. I mean, that's something that white people. We might survive not much more than the fucking ghetto. Bro. I'm just we saying. Survive. I'm just saying. Some white people <laughs> might not survive that. Yo, I'm a. <laughs> Uh, I, yo, I'm gonna go on record and say we survive much more than that shit. But <laughs> I just want slavery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just searching genocide. from your own personal experience. <laughs> but that's. But isn't that what I'm saying? Is that this whole movie happened because it was two white girls? Yeah, you did. You did yep. say it at the beginning. Comes but, down I mean, to it, man. Hey, hey, you know what? I think this movie did its job though because. We were able to spend a good thirty-two minutes talking about it. I will tell you what. I, no, like I will tell you what. And dude, I'm just telling you, like this is a movie that really got me thinking and messed with my head. And can I just say, like, my dad, he he's hilarious. Like, my dad has, he goes to the movies a good amount, but it, like he <laughs> he just sometimes forgets he's in a theater because like we were. I went. I went with him to see this. I'm like, Dad, you want to go see this? And I, it was like a Father's Day. I was like, Let's. I'll. I'll. Pay, I'll. You know, pay for the movie. We'll go get something to eat. I go. What do you want to see? He goes. Let's go see the shark movie. I'm like, All right. So we go. <laughs> he gets a big thing of popcorn. He's sitting there, and like he goes. Why are they getting on that boat? I'm like, Dad, be quiet. And then he goes, and then they get in the cage, and he just goes, Nope, all set. I go, No shit, Dad. I go, Be quiet. But it was just like, but it's funny because it's like he was literally like narrating the movie as some people tend to do. But it was just funny because you know, uh, from from it was just like the voice of reason. Like people are, everybody was thinking what he was thinking. You know, and that's what they they were trying to do, trying to get that that reaction out of people. And if you're thinking those thoughts um, as you're watching the movie, it's doing its job. I mean, it you was know? far it really better. It was great. It was far better. I will say, it was far better than Open Water, which had me bored to fucking death. Oh. Open Water's aw it's awful, dude. And it was better than Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, it was. Deep it Blue Sea was like a fun romp. Yeah, I mean, and the, and the but forty-seven meters down was more realistic. And if you're looking to see another movie that's somewhat realistic, check out The Shallows um, with uh, with Kate Hudson. That was actually a pretty good movie too. Um, was I, The Shallows Kate was, Hudson? Was that Kate Hudson? Well, was it Kate Hudson? Maybe I thought it was it Jessica Biel. I'm sorry. No, uh, uh, Blake Lively. Yeah, oh, Blake I'm Lively. Sorry, yes. sorry, sorry. I don't know why I said wow, that. Wow, man, just like I'm sorry. That is just that was just me. We're just fucking... throwing out white women. Yep. Yeah. No, it, it, <laughs> Jessica they, Alba. They, they look very similar. <laughs> Who's Mexican? By Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> so. Anna Hayesh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Meg Ryan. Um. Anyway, Anne so, Hathaway. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> even though this girl was blonde, but yes. Um, Agatha Christie <laughs> Agatha, And then there was one um, Anyway Well listen guys Thanks for tuning in To the Red Beard Podcast On this Monday uh, Day or evening Whenever you are Listening to this episode uh, Make sure That you tune in To The Bachelor After Party With Becca and Tony Tonight Right after the finale of The Bachelorette, we are going to have a lot to talk about. Beck and I are going to be all over that. It's the finale. Um, it's going to be it's going to be a fun uh, fun after party, as I would say. Also, make sure you check out uh, the 
We Love Wednesdays every Thursday on Thursdays. That is uh, definitely an awesome podcast to hit up for you comic Fridays out there. Or Fridays. And um, be sure to check me out in your local park or town common playing Pokemon Go by himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. And uh, make sure uh, that you also check out Nerd Ruckus, nerdruckus.com. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are everywhere. Nerds making noise. Uh, so whoop, check whoop. us out. And uh, guys, we will see you next Friday. Yes. Later. Goodbye. Peace.